I was on the airplane Wait flying minute. here, <laughs> and uh, I was uh, I was like uh, to I say, where I, don't fucking, like, they don't, I'm in New York don't, City. You don't even know where the fuck we are. How self important are you that like I, people are like, oh, I guess Dave, this must be Dave's New York fucking transcript. Remember when Dave did the New York hotel fucking transcript? Because we all fucking t- tell them who you are. This is <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> tell them who you are. Any asshole who is listening to this found it because they sadly are seeking it out because they want something to feel bad about. It's insane, dude. And they're here. They're all in New York City. <coughs> Listen, our nine- I'm flying here. <laughs> okay. I was in the middle of something, you right. okay. bag of cocks. Look, cunt face. Okay. I am flying here. I'm on I'm in I'm on Virgin. It's a very nice airplane. Uh I'm like seventh from the back row, you know? Yeah, that's about where I sat. And first I'm like, Well that's feet. That's just a that's just a smell of feet. <laughs> Someone has taken off their shoes. Okay. Yeah. And and their yeah. feet were like either their feet were very wet. Are you saying somebody brought their brought their meat pigs to the party? It's a, yes, it was a very. <laughs> they are meat wet, pigs, right? But wet meat pigs. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. Like their feet, they about. were like, oh, you know, my feet are too wet. I'm going to take isn't off my weird, shoes. Isn't it weird how you can actually smell wet? Yeah, like you, like there you are smells smell where wet. you go. That's that's a that's a that's coming from a liquid. Yeah, like someone's making and a, a, a generally like a self made liquid. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And this was a self-made man. This was a man-smell liquid situation. And then some... Not the good kind. Like, that happens in people's pants. No, no. That's that's the great kind. I make I made that later. I wasn't talking about yours in particular. So, mine's great. No, mine. I don't think people want to hear about your pheromones. Oh, I think they no, do. No, I don't think they do. Do you think that's this why... This show that's is why dedicated just... to my pheromones. This is the pheromone episode. Get out your ball sack. So... So then I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, great, I'm just going to fucking smell feet the whole time I'm on this airplane. And then the the odors from the bathroom start wafting out, like all the way up to the seventh row. And it just, then it's like this, I, I'm sitting in this plane and it's a combo of wet feet and shit and piss and, <laughs> right? and, and the, the, right. the odor that tries to mask it on an airplane, that fucking mm-hmm. bathroom smell. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. This is walking fucking in the room. Fucking walking in the room. <laughs> Also was on Virgin, and of course this isn't gonna work because it's a fucking podcast. But so my staff was all gay men, and uh, one really like when you do Virgin, it's a it's a Euro it's a it's a Euro trash iPod disco. That's what it is. You're, yeah. You're, you're, in, in, but it, in the best way, and it's a fun. You know, oh, it's you get, great. Everybody's got a TV. It's they're nice to you when you check in, and and it's mostly young people. And they, whatever reason, and they, and give, I, and they give you a E. Oh no! You roll, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, they, their thing is we roll the skies, and you just fucking people rub each other. Like you, the, the thing is, is that <laughs> you're so high you don't realize that they've they've just put you, they've tied you to, they've tied you to a movable chair. Yeah, they don't even have seats in there. You're no, just like you just bang it around in movable chairs. <laughs> and then a dude, and then if you come, if your chair bangs face forward with another dude, you got to kiss him, and then everyone goes virgin. It's a really fucked up airline, but it's pretty good. And you, there's some pretty good rates going right now. Yeah. <laughs> so check it out. Get on their get on their mailer. So uh, 
so I had this guy, and uh, uh, and I'll probably talk about this tonight at the show. He um, he would like I would order something from him. He say, "What can I get you? What can I get you to drink?" And then I would say, "Whatever, uh, a cranberry juice." And then he would fucking roll his eyes. Like he'd be like, he's like, "What can I get you to think? like nights? Like what can I get you to have?" And I go, "Like a cranberry." And then he'd go. Every fucking time he talked to me, he rolled his eyes at me. Like he fucking was like, like he was like, he was nice to me. And then when I spoke, he was completely over me. It was the weirdest thing. It was like a guy no, who was just no, like, I get it. I'm just done. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I've had it. Yeah, I get it. What can I get you? Do you want uh, something to drink? Yeah, I'd like to have a cranberry juice. It's fucking done. Christ. If people could see the podcast, they would know that that's the reaction I give you every time you fucking talk. Right, but I'm used to it. But I'm not not in a, not in a service situation. But I did uh, you did you hear about the the stewardess that went crazy? No. So as I was on, they're the called air- flight attendants. Rush, you're fucking Rush Limbaugh, dude. Well, why fuck, did, I'm you, sorry. Why did you, why did you most of it, my why, life they were called stewardesses, you, and, then, you, and then it changed. Why don't you and, call it? Why don't you say? Did you hear about the prostitute that works you know, for the airlines? What they should do is a dude should come in with a suitcase and then into your house, and then he opens it up, and he uh, and he takes out a little contraption. And he, and he fucking sticks a needle into the back of your head and he goes, hey, all that shit that you grew up with that you can't say anymore, I'm going to take that out of your brain. It's true. We got an email. We got an email. This is, now we're here. Let's just talk about this for a minute. So Dave and I have used the word tranny, uh, uh, like, like many comics and some of my gay friends. And we got an email saying, look, that's not a, that is a, that is a, a tantamount to, being, to saying fag or faggot, which is a word that we obviously don't use. We didn't know. This shit comes up on you. You fucking live for a long time. You you for you don't know. But apparently, in the vernacular of things that are offensive to people, tranny is now a word that that makes people feel bad. So although we, it, it makes go. them feel bad, but I but I disagree with it. I dis I totally disagree with it. it's the same as fag because it's not because fag is a purposefully hurtful word. And people using tranny have no idea, so the comparison is horseshit. Well, it's and it's it's a sh- and it's a short. It's just a word that makes them feel bad, but everyone else is not using it with malice. I, I, and I also just think so that, that was part it's, of my contention with the fucking all the heat I got. I was like, right. "Fuck you!" It's it's you can't compare it to fag because it's not fag because fag is a mean word. Right. This is not. People are not using it in that intention. You've just created it with that. Well, but and now you're fucking mad about it. Right. So tran apparently you can use, which is great. Tran? Yeah, you can use tran according to my wife, who has worked with many transgendered people. Okay. I asked her. I was like, so what's the deal? And she said, you can this and this and this. Yeah. So there's tran. It's it, to me, it's really fucking retarded. Well, it's also like like when you live long enough and shit starts. You know, I just my, used retarded. My, my, my father. That's my, great. I told you. Well, <laughs> People are just unsubscribing in a massive. We've just become the Rush Limbaugh show. We look, my I, my dad and I, he knows that my dad at one point said he had had dinner and he was not being derisive. He said he had dinner with I can't remember the guy's name. So he said Brian and his fag boyfriend. And I said you don't have to put. And my dad was proud of the fact that he. I mean, not proud of the fact, but he was like he was like what he was saying was like he'd had dinner with these people that he enjoyed, and he said it was Brian and his fag boyfriend. I go first off, you don't have to. Fag is not a good word, A. And B, what? we get that it's his boyfriend. Like, if it's his boyfriend, we understand what the relationship is. <laughs> we understand what Brian's relationship to his boyfriend is. They're two homosexual men that are in a relationship. But he got but he, but he, but he got it, and he didn't... You know what I mean? Like, there's just a point where you where you are... Where the society changes under your feet, and you're not intending... The other thing is, 
when you know who we are, you know what our intentions are. You know we're good people. This is a comedy show. That was show. another reason I got we're, pissed we're, off. We're, at the, we at the, we at love the everybody. Shit I got about that. I got shit about it on Twitter, and I was like, you. On you also Twitter. got shit about it on Twitter. <laughs> are you on Twitter? <laughs> I'm now? on Twitter now. God, you gotta yeah, stop yeah. doing these I bargain. Love you gotta Twitter. stop doing it's these just bargain cheaper, basements. It's better. <laughs> you can't get your shit from Costco. It doesn't cost as much <laughs> as Twitter. <laughs> you. <can't. laughs> oh my God! Remember when you were on Famebook? <laughs> You were going to become yeah, famous yeah. on oh, Famebook? I, and it never worked, oddly. <laughs> yeah, so the so, flight attendant goes nuts. Okay, so this flight attendant goes nuts. What happens? Guy or girl? Uh, uh, girl. Mm -hmm. So it's it's they're, they're taxiing out. And I'm reading this while I'm on the airplane. Like, I'm flying and I'm reading online. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. It's in Dallas. I think it was American Airlines. And, and they're... And they're, they're Taxiing out, you know, they're getting ready to fucking fly. Yeah. And she gets on the speaker and she starts just going crazy. And, and she says like, and, and then the other flight attendant, I don't know exactly what she was saying, but it was really like a rant. And then the other flight attendant got on and went, okay, so uh, we are going to, enough of that. We're going to uh, get ready to fly up. Everybody buckle up. And, and, then, and then the woman. So like, she went oh. on some kind of a rant. Yeah, and then she goes, well, it's not my fault that the plane crashes. And then she starts going and all this shit about the plane crashing. And everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, my God. And then um, there were dudes, and this is awesome, there were dudes who were there for a Home Depot uh, <laughs> convention. Like, there were, there were yeah. guys who worked for Home Depot yeah. who flew in for to all talk about Home Depot yeah. stuff. Yeah. So a bunch of dudes got up and went up and subdued her and, like, yes. grabbed her and held yes. her down. And they held her down on the ground. She's just fucking screaming, just screaming out right. of her fucking mind. And then they had to like go back to the go back, and uh, so are and you saying take her off? off the airplane? And she's screaming the whole time. And then uh, and then they gave everyone free drinks, and they brought in a new crew. And then they and then they flew again. The whole new crew. They said the to clear, they had to clear they the, the whole thing the whole out. Fucking pilots crew and everything. Yeah, no pilots stay, but all the all the fucking all the stewardesses. <laughs> fucking hateful, hateful tweets. First off, here's what I like about that story. Uh, those are called Home Deep Bros. <laughs> and when those bros get together, they fucking. First yeah. off, I love that they those guys had a 9/11 moment where they went. This is America. You don't say crash on a plane. No, exactly. I'm subduing you. Yeah, I'm, I'm subduing you, you. Like, my guess is she probably was just crazy and talking, but that they, they Apparently, they, saw, they said later, she, one of the other students said she was off her meds. And when she goes off her meds, she goes off her let, meds. Let me tell you something. If I was a flight attendant, I would be on so many meds. Yeah. I would be like, I would just be hammered. I don't know the how time. they do it. I don't it. know how they do it. I don't, that's not a job anybody I, wants. They're just, it's they're just hard. Air, they're air waitresses that don't get tips and everyone's mean to them. They're, well, I'm sure that first off, they love being called air waitresses. <laughs> that's their, that is what they. <laughs> What's wrong with calling them air waitresses? Is that bad? You read, you read Rants of a, of a Sassy I Stew, do. right? Yeah. yeah. So you know what it's like for them. It's a, it's a, it's fucking, a fucking horrible it's, job. It's a tough job, man. I don't know why anybody would ever, honestly, I don't know why anybody would ever do it. Plus, Travel! Plus the <laughs> smell that comes out of the, the fucking, back of the yeah, plane. I mean, it, it's like flying in this podcast. Like, it's just, a, it's just, it's a, it's the smell of, 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 it's, it's when smells rape each other. It's when smell, it's like a bunch of, a bunch of smells get together and they just have a fuck party, right? It's just like feet, 
want to fuck ass smell, and ass oh. smell wants to smell, do fucking too much Chanel cologne, and then too much Chanel cologne wants to go after Euro fucking dude, and it just, it's all a party of fucking, and there's hairs floating oh. in the air, right? Yeah. It's a disastrous. Well, yes, so yesterday, also, can I ask you something? If you're, so, I'm sitting near the window, which I wish I hadn't done. I usually like to take the aisle. I but, take aisle, yeah. But I, I fucked up, and I just didn't think about it. So, I'm sitting there, and then... A couple comes in and they and they were together, but they had separate seats and they convinced the other person to move. So then I'm in I'm in my aisle with a couple and I'm like blocked in, and then the couple goes to sleep. They both go to sleep, which is fine. But I gotta get up and pee. And what do you do? Like I just sat there like waiting for them to wake up yeah. and like holding it. Yep. And then like finally I couldn't fucking deal anymore, and I was like, hey guy, and they were kind of irritated, but I was like. No, look. Here's the thing. I uh, you gotta t- you gotta fucking just tap him. Sorry. And here's my thing. I'm never gonna see you again. I don't care how mad you are. I get. I get. Look. I can have that 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 face you just made at me. I get that from my family and me. So I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't need like yours. You're gonna be gone and in the city, and it doesn't matter. But I, if I gotta go, I gotta go. I can't just. But I have sat there. The worst part is the have fucking, you ever sat there until you the shit dialogue. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do that. I do that. I'll ship myself. The dialogue that you have in your head about, like, should I, should I, well, maybe I can hold that. How much longer is the flight? I, I, yes. I can, hold that. I, can, I can hold that. And then you're like, you're fucking, you're, so that's why I get the aisle. Always. I always get the aisle. Because I know I'm going to fucking pee. I have a pan, if I don't get the aisle and I don't have to pee, I'll have a panic pee where I'm like, I got to pee. I know I'm going to have to pee. I just got to, I should pee now. I, I got to yeah. pee. And then the whole time I'm thinking about it. So I fucking just get, what I do is I lay in the aisle. So I don't even fucking I don't I don't sit on an aisle seat. I actually will just lay down. Lay down, just lay down in the aisle. Yeah, just drop it in the aisle. Do they allow you to do that? You're not supposed to. I had some deep pros, uh, some deep, some Home Depot bros, fucking grab me. (laughs) One time when I tried to lay in an aisle, they thought I was planking. And they didn't love it. Well, they and don't have air marshals anymore. They just have Home Depot bros. Or <laughs> just dudes flying to a Home Depot. I kind of wish that I was, uh, like, there are days where I just go, I wish I didn't do any of this, that I worked at a Home Depot and I was going to a convention. Because those motherfuckers are going to have a good time. Oh, they're, oh, yeah. Right, like after they talk about the. Just a bunch of dudes getting some beers, talking about like, wood. Right, well, they go there and they talk about, like, what people are going to order this year and what's happening in certain regions. And, you know, we're dropping. What's going on with nails? Yeah, we're dropping four inch <laughs> screws. Like, we're just not. No one's buying them, right? They have that. There's graphs, and then those motherfuckers. Sorry, just did you get, say there's graphs? <laughs> there's graphs and like charts. And, <laughs> yeah, there's people. There's people that like. They, all right, take yeah. a look. Here's the nails. The four. The, all you can see it's a pie chart. The four. The four inches are not. They're doing it's nothing. Not selling. Yeah, yeah. Especially you can't the screw these motherfuckers into anything. Yeah, we're yeah. dumping. We're dumping. We're dumping. We're dumping bar fridges. People aren't buying mini no bars bar anymore. No bar fridges. Getting rid of them, but not in certain regions. In the south, we got to keep them because people need a refrigerator in every room. So they that's the kind of shit that they do but then they those motherfuckers party mm-hmm. and they got nothing to worry about they they're not worried about their set they're not worried about whether people gives a shit whether they're funny or not they don't give a fuck about any of this other no, they shit. go they, they, they go deal. from they, they go and they talk like you said they talk about nails and shit like yep. that and then they go and at night they have a party they're doing blow off of hooker boys yeah right who, yep, <laughs> and, they and they're and they're doing uh they're, they're having a whole fucking gauntlet Sometimes line. Sometimes transvestite and, and hooker boys. A trans, <laughs> as it were. Trend, yeah. They, yeah, so they know how to do it. We, they know how to get into it. They know how to get into it. And they're not thinking about themselves. Like, not there's not a lot of them wondering how many ats they got on Twitter. No. <laughs> they're not, you know? No. And if they do tweet something, it's like, here's Jerry's ass. And then they send it up. <laughs> They By the way, I up. love Jerry's ass. When we come back, I'll no, tell you. No, hold on. I'm, we're not, oh, you got, I'm, no, I'm let's talk, stay in this segment. I'm going to talk about Australia. Okay. So, 
We've learned some things from you. Right. Okay, number one, people apparently bought plane tickets yeah. to uh, fly to... Uh, to see the cuddle. To see the cuddle. Yep. Um, you know, you're fucked. No. No. <laughs> uh, and then oh, someone actually bought a ticket to fly from the U.S. to... Australia. Right. That's Which, just, that's that's just, just That doesn't make that's a just, lot of sense because we're here. Here's what I say at that point. Get back on your meds. Yeah. Get yeah, back yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Rejoin regular society. Get out of the dome. Yeah. A lot of you need to get in the dome. Some of you need to get out of the dome. There are people out there that can uh, give you professional help. Yeah. yeah. I want to say this, just a pin in this. Your idea of leaving Facebook was prophecy because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And And no, I'm not kidding you. I don't understand how to read it. I don't think our fans will understand how to read it and how to interconnect. It's worse than the dome. So if you are a fan, go to the dome. And I'm glad we have it because the dome has some problems and we'll it'll grow and we'll fix it. But you, if you look at it enough, you can figure it out. You can contact people and you yeah. can just email Dave and I. If you want to say something to us and you want to post, or you want us to read your post, just let us know. But you were, we're, we're lucky you have that because Facebook doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any fucking. But I knew that was coming because I when the first when the timeline thing a lot first of came different out, ways to put up. Your I pictures. went and looked at it and I was like, well, this is I don't I you know what I don't want to do I don't want to go to school to learn how to use Facebook, which was fine. It, the thing that they the thing they don't understand that they have that we don't have over there is that trunk page, that page that just continually is like yes. a feed. It's like fat Twitter. It's like a feed and someone says something, a bunch of people say something about it and then another person posts something and you can go read all of that shit. It's but like it's they've continual. blown that up. It's a non-stop conversation. Now there's segments and chunks and you can see what people posted but not at the same time and it's it separated everybody. It didn't do, it didn't create the community. It had, they had the best community network going yes. and now they, they don't. And I understand they've got you know, maybe it has to do with how much information they're holding for everybody, and it's a free service, so I'm not also, mad at it. They also want to be able to sell things better, and, yeah. you know, it's all it's about making money. Yeah. It's a business. It's but, a business uh, decision, but, but we make no money, we lose money, so go to the dome. So, Australia. Australia. So, people are coming. Okay, and then and now I've learned <clears throat> that there aren't actually, in uh, here in the States and in Canada, you, do, you go to a comedy festival, you get to see a shitload of comedians... Uh, and there's a bunch of different shows, and there, you go to shows, and there's like there's five a bunch or six of, comics on yeah, the show. There's a bunch of different like multi-people <clears throat> shows. Yeah, right. Like I'm trying to get on in Montreal. I'm trying to get on the gala this year, and that's like you know a bunch of guys, not a bunch of guys, but quite a few guys doing stand-up. Right. It's not like just one guy doing a show. So apparently, I was misinformed about Melbourne from the get-go, and it. It's not that kind of festival. It's dudes doing one-man shows. It's dudes. It's mostly dudes doing one-man shows. People camp out for a week, sometimes four, sometimes two. It's more, it's like it's like the European festivals. It's like yeah. Edinburgh too, where you go and you have a show and you sit and people come and you decide to, and you try and make money. Like you literally put your show up and you see if you can make some money. So that's and one of those. A lot of yeah, and and you can, can be invited or sometimes you have to go set up your own stage and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, and uh, and it's a great festival, but there aren't that, as I recall, and I asked Todd Berry about it the other night, and so there aren't that many shows, so it's not even like that people didn't want you to do things. I just don't think there are that many opportunities, and they go to the people who are already doing a one-man show to offer them, hey, would you like to do this thing? Right. I'm only doing the podcast, and then you and I we're going to do a thing with uh, where, where you're welcome to do stand-up, and uh, where you can do you can see Dave do stand-up if uh, he can go, and the uh, uh, we'll have uh, uh, Will and Charlie on the show because Charlie doesn't do stand-up on the fourth, but yeah. we're going to make him do a set. We're uh, going to make Charlie do a set of stand-up comedy. We should have uh, Charlie do my stand-up. He should do your set. Yeah. What you should do is we should take him out there, sight unseen, and just give him your list of jokes. <laughs> 
<laughs> let him riff on what it is he thinks you're going to do when you get out there. So anyway, so... Uh, and we should get Will to, to... to to Don't bang that. I'm sorry. We'll get Will to uh, just go out there and just fucking just strip. Cool things for he cool wants people? To he wants to strip. Is that a cool thing for a cool people? He's cool. Um, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go. There you go, everybody. Dave's going to go. So go... Keep going. If you were going to go, continue to go. I'll be there doing a one-man show called Clown from the Neck Down. But I might bail a, a couple days early and spend the last weekend in Sydney. And look, if you're a comic and you and, and you listen to the show and you, there's some things you think Dave could do or something, or maybe Dave would be a guest on your podcast. Like, if there's shit to do, he's around. So maybe, you know, maybe if you can't get both of us, maybe you can get him to be a guest on your podcast, uh, whatever. Uh, you know, take advantage of that and then go through the misery that I go through weekly. We'll be back in a second. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Uh, so last night, we're gonna, you were we, already we're here. Gonna, you were already here in New York. I, I got here. Uh, by the way, we're doing I, this. Do we say we're doing this in a hotel we're doing room? A hotel room. We got this uh, crazy rig. We got the mic in a in an empty uh, bottle, a plastic bottle of tea that I drank. Yep. And uh, we're in a hotel room, uh, so the acoustics are probably weird. Yeah, it might be bad. It might be good. We'll see. Be great. I'm just gonna make. A, I'm just gonna make like a try to make a little five minute video of the New York trip. Yeah, and uh, we'll just see. You know, how they, we're using these new cameras that we're going to try and shoot in uh, when we go down to uh, Australia. Australia, which now Dave is going, so we got to tweet that uh, and let the 14 people that follow us know what the <clears> fuck <throat> is up. Uh, I gotta, I gotta say though, part of me just doesn't want to leave the kid. I get it. No, I fucking, I, get, I understand that. 100%. That's like the biggest part of it. No, it's the worst. So part of me, I think, was looking for an excuse. Well, <laughs> I get that. I mean, look, there's, I'm, I'm like, I'm like that all the time. I'm not. I am. I'm a guy that like when something like when something comes up and they're like, uh, yeah, we, uh, fuck, Greg, you're gonna have to cancel that. You need to stay in L.A. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I don't really feel that way. <laughs> I have a great time doing what I do, but the thing is, like, when you're when you're on the road and you go and you do something. Like last night was fucking off the charts fun. <clears throat> okay, so you you got here. So I got you here got Thursday, to New York night, on Thursday. Thursday night. Uh, I went to the Luca I, Lounge yeah. and did a set. Of uh, a moderately okay stand-up. Yeah. Um, so your regular stuff. Cuddle is there. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. J- Didn't come to any of my shows. Uh, uh, well, I think I tweeted early. They well then they, they I think they, well I know that because they came to the Monarch show the yeah. other night, and I'm I'm certain they didn't. If they didn't know you were going to be there, they thought they were going to see you at the Monarch show. Um, maybe they should follow me on Twitter. Maybe they should. Uh, maybe they should stop unfollowing you. That seems to be a crisis. Uh, or maybe you should stop blocking them. My guess, my guess is you blocked them. That's probably true. I'm sure somebody wrote, hey, Dave, nice hat. Fuck you. I don't need that horse shit in my life. No, I was trying to be a... There's a lot of people explaining that they're trying to be... Here's the thing that's so... I was just talking to uh, 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 Ashley, who's a, 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 a customer. We were talking about how um, you and I are misunderstood every once in a while. Like Sometimes people like show a picture of a decapitated head and go, this is walking the room. And it's like, you weren't supposed to kill somebody. Like... <laughs> We can be dirty and weird, but like sometimes, sometimes people go too far in an effort yeah. to show us how gross we yeah. all are, and we are disgusting people, no yeah. doubt. But I don't want to see decapitated heads or your bowel movement. Like, hey, good, walk in the room. I don't. That's your fucking. No, poop. I'm gonna show you my bowel movement right <laughs> now. I'm gonna take one. Right no, here. no, no, I can't do it. Don't do it. That's just fucking. Oh, you should have taken your pants down. No. Um. 
anyway, so so I did a show on Thursday night, and then uh, I did a show Thursday night, and then uh, which was which was fine. And Karen Kilgariff was great, and uh, Todd Berry came in; he was awesome as well, and he's gonna be on the show tonight. Uh, and then uh, I had some meetings in, in town, and then I went to, uh, and then we had the show last night, and then you came in yesterday. I, I, I got up at six in the morning, LA time, flew out here, got off the plane, went straight to a alt room in Brooklyn that Nikki Glaser had set up a set for me at. That's, which is awesome. And enough, I, I, I didn't want to eat, all the plane food sucked, I didn't want to eat anything. Right. So I hadn't eaten, I'd eaten yeah. some almonds. Yep. And then I got out of that and I had a set at Gotham and I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to bring my fucking bag around with my computer and the equipment for recording and all yeah. that shit. So I came over here to the hotel really quick, dropped it off. Here's the great thing. I drop it off. I grab whatever I need really quick. I go to the door. I take that little do not disturb thing. I put it on the outside of the door. I close it. And then I leave. And then when I come back at 2 in the morning, that was like 10, the door was open. I had not closed it all the way. So the door was just fucking cracked open. Anybody could have just gone in. Here's the... What you do is create a dilemma for a thief. (laughs) Or for a a room service person. Don't come in. Door's open. What do you do? What do you do? Two messages going on here. (laughs) Two messages. This is a lot like dating. Is this a no-no or a yes-no? You could go in and find an empty. You could go in and find me just naked with a clown mask on. Like, you right? could go in and I could just be Clown there the with, neck a, up. with a hatchet. Like right. anything could be going on in there. Yeah. It could just be a full-on trap. When you have your clown mask on, you're jug- and you're by yourself. You're jug alone. Like I, you are. You like to jug it alone. I love that. Uh, I love that. Like that's the thing. It's like, was that a no or a no? Yes. What was that? Ew. <laughs> Don't come in. Doors open. That's our fucking podcast. Don't listen. It's taste. So anyway, so so how were your shows on Thursday? My show was not. It was okay. I was trying some. It was okay. So anything happened there that was weird? Well, um, here's what happened. It was at a place called the Luca Lounge. So you walk in and it's a bar and there's a woman playing music in the front of the room. And then I go, oh, we must be downstairs or upstairs. No, we just you go through a door and then there's another room. What kind of door? Like it is it is it like, like a- there's like a like an antechamber. There's like a there's like a, you go through just a regular door at the back of this bar and then there's like a little room, a sub room, and then there's a little theater in the yeah. back. But this woman is playing flamenco music and it's and you can hear it. All the way in the other room. How old the is the woman playing flamenco? She's got to be in her thirties, uh-huh. and she's but she's playing flamenco. But then she's doing like um, uh, I stepped into a burning ring of fire. Like it was, I don't know what the fuck. So she's it's crazy. Doing. It's crazy music, and it's super like a loud. Crazy person got in. It's loud, and you can hear it in the other room. Are it's there clear. people there to see her? Like are there's they... a handful of yeah. uh, I would imagine her friends and some people from Europe, and then and then in the back is is a classic open mic. Perfect. Perfect open mic. Like yeah. young comics, good, but finding their voice comics. Yeah. And then me and Karen and Todd Berry. Yeah. And uh, and, and to the two guys that run the show, and I can't remember their names right now, and I apologize, guys, because they were great. Sean, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they were really fucking nice. They were so psyched to have us there. You know, yeah. that thing where they think it's a big deal that you're there, and you're like, you're so wrong. You don't know. <laughs> How sad is it? Here's, here's what's sad. Here's what you're not understanding. I was available to be there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was available. I said yes almost immediately. So... 
Yeah. I went into work, got some stuff for Australia, so I tried some new things up front, which they went okay. And then and then I did the baboons bit, and uh, and we were done. And then uh, and then Karen went up, and then now Karen's playing music, and the other person's playing music at the same time. They're playing Perfect. music at each other, and it's hard to hear Karen, and it's hard. To, it's just. <laughs> The whole thing is like, it was literally like going back to 1993 and starting over again. Just let's start it all over again. Let's just start it all over. But, but at the same time, it's that thing of like, this is what stand-up really is for most people. And this is really fun. And everyone was really cool. And then, uh, uh, and I was with my buddy Jeff, who's with us, uh, Jeff Donaldson, who's uh, who's with us this weekend, hanging out. And um, and it was cool. And it was nice that people from the, sh- the uh, people uh, that listened to the show showed up and then didn't even, I didn't let me know till last night yeah. where the Monarchs played at the fucking Grand Victory. I met the yesterday. I met the drummer and the bass player. I knew the the bass player from Los Angeles, but just only a little bit. Never met the drummer before. We fucking learned all the songs in an afternoon, and then went and played them last night. It was fucking awesome. Uh, the drummer is a guy named Pete Caldez, who is uh, <clears throat> just really, really good. No one cares. So uh, you know who does care? Pete. His fucking girlfriend, who he's lived with for ten years, Janine Garofalo. So why don't you fucking? <clears throat> is she coming tonight? No, she's in a play. That's been that's been fucking. Uh, what is it when they decide to do more? Extended. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that word, Dave. That was a word that I could not find you in my your own head, brain. Were you thinking your Moors. head? Moored. Moors. Oh, they've decided to. They, they moored it. There's some moorings. They're more. They're, they're mooring, mooring the show. They're gonna moor the fuck out of it. They're gonna moor it. They said, "What do you want? I want more." She has to speak Russian in the place. She has to be Russian and speak Russian and use a Russian dialect. And apparently she's awesome in it. And apparently the play's great. And I'm fucking thrilled for her. And she's very wow. Happy. She hasn't done stand up in like six months, I guess. This is what no, I, this no is reason wrong. to not go to our show though. I mean, not no. You don't want to go see a fucking play about a Russian woman. Jesus Christ! In New York, just step outside. There's one. <laughs> There's a Russian woman right there. They're fucking wow. everywhere. Go into any deli. They're right there. So I went from the hotel and then I ran over to Gotham. I didn't run. I took the subway, and uh, <laughs> and I I, I forgot they're, they're trying to make the subway nicer, mm-hmm. but the people that ride it are not changing. No, that yeah you can't. So do that. you can't. Yeah, that's like airplanes. You can't. Do like that if either. you really want to make the subway nicer, you would have to like screen people before they came in the subway. That's like Vegas. You know how yes. like people are like people want the like the old like even there have been hotels that have tried to capture the old spirit of Vegas. I'm like right, but it's new fucking shitty people. Right, it's, it's not the same people. Yeah, the people that went to see Sinatra are dead. Yeah, and that kind of lifestyle, that kind of like elegance, doesn't exist anymore. People don't go to Vegas anymore for Sinatra. They go for buffets. They go for buffets. Yeah, 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 and, and magic and magic. <clears throat> so I'm on the subway and I'm like. Because I keep seeing signs that try to which fix is the it original up and... name of our podcast, which was buff- buffets and magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a great yeah buffets! So, and magic. so it's just it's just two guys <laughs> eating a buffet, <laughs> and then 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 when they're done, they perform magic <laughs> so on the podcast on the podcast. So but they like, don't they oh don't even tell, they don't even explain what's happening. No, they just go no. they just go holy shit! How'd you do that? And then, like, but there's also there's that, and there's also like dude dude the peas try the peas. <laughs> no, they're really good. They're in some sort of a butter sauce. Okay, so the, on our network. Let Have you ever go, seen let, peas come out of a so dove? The, a dove come out of peas. I want to see peas. You're turning into me. You're turning into me. I, I want to see peas. I want to see peas come out of a dove. <laughs> First off, and now for my next trick: vegetables <laughs> coming out of birds. <laughs> oh okay, so here's the thing. That's the special vegetables coming out of birds. <laughs> the imaginary. So, so, so the imaginary walking the room network. Uh, WTRN, Wildroom yes. Network, Little Big Dollhouse explanations, yeah. buffets and magic. Yeah, 
and then, and, then our, and then when they, we do a special, we're doing a special, a video special, like a Louis C.K. thing that we'll, we'll release for $5 Yeah, called uh, Vegetables Coming Out of Birds. <laughs> so you guys, like, we're building something too. <coughs> we're building something too. Little Big Dollhouse Explanations will be something at some point. We don't know what. Um, that's a good show, though. That is a good show. All right. So you ever, seen, you ever seen put a runner in a tiny hallway? God damn it. Oh, my God. They, fucking, they just lay it down there and you Amazing. use the tacks to do it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you learn all about them while they're doing it. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I get on the, I'm, so I'm reading all the fucking shit and how they're trying to fix the subway up. And I, I get on and I walk on this car and I'm like, oh, they're fucking new benches. Like, this is actually nice looking. And then I turn and look and there's a, there's a dude who's like 45 doesn't look homeless but he's definitely thinking about it like it's definitely like on his agenda right. soon he's like one electricity bill away from just getting there yeah yeah he's close or or uh, yeah and so he's so it's a three seat bench and he's laying on it right <laughs> yeah but he's laying just to the side because in one of the seats there's just a big puddle of brown water like a brown liquid <laughs> like it's just like is it his brown and puddle? Then, and then, well, then I look around and I'm like, there's other places to lie. Like, he chose to lie in the yeah. place where there is brown liquid. So then that made me, that's, that was my thought. Like, Can I tell you I wanted to go, dude, did you make the brown liquid? <laughs> or are you, were you just so tired that you went like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to lay where the brown liquid is? Yeah, some people pick their destiny and some people know what they deserve. And some people are like, <laughs> like that's, that is a relationship in a nutshell. There's all these other good people around, but you pick the puddle of brown water. Like, that should be... Don't pick the puddle of brown water. That's our next book. That's the next book. So I went to Gotham. Now, I lived in New York for five years, and I did a lot of stand-up here. And uh, it, I, I, to this day, don't think it was good for my act. Mm-hmm. I think it set me back. I think that there's a, there's a... And I think it's different now because there's so many alternative rooms. There's actually more alternative rooms around yeah. New York than there are right. clubs. But when I was here, it was just clubs. You couldn't do anything else except for one alternative room. It was when it was just starting. So my act got dirtier and dirtier and jokier and jokier instead of going the other way, which should have been more storytelling. Like right. it sort of held me back. Right. And uh, and so I was just I did this alt room first, and I was like, ah, that was okay, but it had that feel of like an alt room. Like they didn't like that I was doing material, sort of like it was kind of yep. odd. Uh, and then I went to I went to Gotham, and I watched the comics. I'm like, yeah, it's the same fucking shit. There's a girl on stage with, uh, talking about how she got fucked by a young guy, and she's like lifting up her leg and showing <laughs> where she got happened. Fucked? Yeah, where she got fucking fuck hole. Did he do? Did, did, or did he put it in the wrong? Did he put it in the back of her leg? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is a, was a horrible experience. He put it. This is where he put it. I, I think we all know where it goes. Did a she thigh? need the show? No, everybody? she has a hole in her thigh. Oh, and you can fuck her there. <laughs> oh I think that's what she was saying. Oh my God, <clears throat> and, I don't and so, understand. And the so young it kids. was, it was, you know, it was dirtier than you would see, like right. in L.A. Uh, and that's kind of the way you have to work. Like there, like there's crowds you go up in front of here, and you just have to be dirty. And I always felt like when I was in New York, one out of every and one out of every ten sets was productive, right? And and then the, there were two, two or three that were okay, and then the other ones were just fucking battling horse shit, nonsense, awful. So I watched that and I go, fuck, what's this going to be like? And I went up on, and I went up, I actually recorded it. I, maybe it'll be in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hope it does. Yeah, yeah, put it in the movie. And I, I, stand, up, and I stand on stage and I immediately go, fuck, and I go, and I tell my dirtiest joke. Right. And then they laugh and then I, and then I, I hear this blowing. 
And I'm like, what? What's happening? I look up. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the what the loud blowing noise is, and the heater kicked on. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, like in the corner. And I was like, really? Yep. That's that's how you're doing this? Yeah. Like it was crazy to me that there was this giant blowing thing in the corner. Yeah. And I made a comment about it, but everyone in the audience, I, maybe they had already heard it, or they were like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's a big blowy thing. I'm like, that's super distracting. Well, but also in New York. <clears throat> Uh, uh, like sounds or like they don't you, care about no, sounds. They don't care about sounds. They really don't. No, trains go by, people get shot. There's fire engines and fucking beepers going off all night. I mean, this is just a city where you're like, yeah, fucking man up, dude. Yeah, the blower bumming you out. Somebody shot somebody outside my window last night, I and think, I couldn't get to sleep. I think when I, I think when I was in New York, that wouldn't have even phased me. I wouldn't have even thought about it. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I do my set. It's not great. It's okay. By, by the way, in Los Angeles, we do we do sets on clouds. We do. We do them on pretty clouds. Yeah. Uh, where people where we're, we're surrounded by angels. Angels. Yes. Constant. <laughs> yeah. Angel. A lot comedy. of support. A lot of a lot of hugs afterwards. <clears throat> so I get off and I'm like, yeah, that felt like a New York set. And me, they walked off stage and I'm like, that's why I that's why I moved. That's why I don't want to do stand up here. Now I remember. Yeah. <clears throat> and. Uh, and I went and sat back with this other guy, Joe Matteris, who I, I we were at the same level when uh, I was in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice guy, uh, funny guy. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, that's Cal- that's L.A. style. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, it's you're slow on your storytelling, and and I gotta take a lot of time. It's not it's not that fucking patter 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 thing. I don't have it anymore. I, I had it when I was here. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, somebody asked me. I did an interview yesterday for a thing called Brooklyn Radio, and she goes, "What is the difference?" But between stand up, and I go, I, and and I said, I think here you feel the need to like you got to fucking go. You got to keep moving because uh, yeah. because it just is the way it is. I, yeah. I think it's just a, like a, it's a cultural thing, and it's just the city, and uh, uh, and I also think it's an assumption people have made. So that's just sort of the style. And and you don't you don't really get to get you know chatted out a little bit. I mean, right. like Louis has learned somehow. You know, he was jokey at the beginning of his career, and then yeah. now he's and he's a New York comic, but he yeah. takes his time. But also, people know him, and they'll let him do whatever. Chris yeah. Rock, same thing. You yeah. know, where he, he was always joke, joke, joke. Now he goes out and he fucking does shit. Yeah. Um, but that that uh, that's why I'm glad I didn't. I couldn't have started here. There's no fucking way I wouldn't have known what to do. I just would not have been. Yeah, it was I wouldn't crazy. Have, I wouldn't have been. Uh, I wouldn't have made it because uh, I need the the nice sad nurt. I need the nurture. You need hug. You need. Yeah, I need kisses. people to go. Good for you, man. <laughs> we got up there tonight. That was just good for you. Good for you. They liked our band here though last night. They fucking loved it. The Monarchs played last night. It was uh, it was it was well attended, and. Uh, uh, Mike Eisenstein, who's our guitar player, has just turned into a fucking beast. And uh, we played a new song. People liked it. And there's not a lot to talk about, but it was fucking good. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, we're fucking going to make a new record. And and you did this at a club? I did a place called the Grand Victory in Brooklyn. <clears throat> and it was just a little punk did rock club. Did you get paid? No, I didn't get... No, here, no here's what happens. So the owner is this big motherfucking dude with no tooth. And he's like, God, oh, fucking, you guys were amazing. He came in and played the guitars and the shit. And we had like a 70, 7 or 8 people. Like, there's no money. What? I was like, what? Yeah, we did, did. I did the books. So look at it. He showed me this fucking scribbly piece of paper. Like, <laughs> there was a thing that said 170 on it. I thought, oh, fuck, we made 170 bucks. Like, I can. Look, when I play, when Mike and I play, we pay our band men, members a minimum of $50, a maximum of like 200 depending on the gig, right? But we always pay those guys. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe I made. Like, for this show, I'd give them 50 bucks each. I'm like, maybe we made that 100 bucks, I can just give them. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, okay, so and then you had seven people. So seven people at $10, we got $70. Mm-hmm. So somehow I guess it came out the advertising. Like I don't know where we got fucked. And then but, uh, and then you can see here you lost it in alcohol. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you gave us drink tickets and we. By, by the way, uh, no, half off uh, drinks. You lost it, uh, I had water. Two of the guys in the band are sober. I drank it. 
<laughs> and then I charge you for uh, fucking on blow, and uh, it's good. You guys are amazing. Two handshakes, so I got an invite to come back because they have a really big mailing list, and they can get a lot of people out to see us. I was like, why didn't you get a lot of people out to see us <laughs> this time? Were you waiting to see the quality of the fucking monarchs as they reign supreme? It's, I mean, how how would an email make somebody want to see an instrumental rock and roll band? Like, we have to be experienced for you to, or you have to be a fan of the genre, and we're not even in that genre completely. But an email, your email list is not going to make people go, oh, god damn it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Are there old dudes in sweaters playing fucking surf music? God damn it. What are we not doing? Yeah. Let's take a train. Yeah. But it was really fun. And the, the crowd that was there was awesome. And and, uh, uh, and the show was great. And, um, you know, uh, so if you came, fucking thank you. And uh, um, and I love that this is this operation is a non- nonstop operation of losing money. We play in venues too big for us. <laughs> We make choices where we have to pay for things, and yet I still love it. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. I think all this stuff is building towards nothing, but it's exciting. Well, I would, I would, I would change one of the hosts. I mean, I like to do yeah, this yeah, with yeah, somebody yeah. else. Yes, I mean, very much. Yes. Like do it with somebody else. Yes, yes, yes. I think that. Well, I don't know why you haven't done it. Uh, we'll be right. back. I wouldn't even with... realize we weren't doing a podcast if we quit. No, it's fine. We'll be right back with Dave Anthony and Todd Berry. Hello. <laughs> The Walk in the Room Network. Network, or Network of Stars. Tune into our other podcasts, Big Little Dollhouse Explanations and Buffets and Magic. (laughs) So, I used to live here. Yeah, yeah, I know, Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn. What up, Beastie? Yeah! How you doing? By the way, I just want you guys to know that while we're doing this podcast, we have big, we have have, uh, gold chains that say Barbie Girl on them, and we cornrowed. So fucking (laughs) check that shit out, dude. We saw that shit outside. We just saw a dude in a sleeping bag. And what did he say? He was getting into a sleeping bag. Yeah. On the street. He was a, he had a camouflage jacket on and a camouflage And it, and it was a, a camouflage it was it was a camouflage colored sleeping bag that that got narrower as it went down. Yeah, and it zipped up. And he looked up at me with a smile and he said, "I'm a torpedo." <laughs> what up torpedo? And you know what I said to him? I get it. All right, but you're a torpedo that's not really going anywhere. But here's what's weird about him. He did not present as a homeless person. No. Now he was. And he was. But he was a well put together older black gentleman. He had a large with a beard. Bible next to him. Yeah, he he and he was just gotten into bed. It was bedtime for him, which is uh, around three o'clock, three o'clock Brooklyn time. Yep. Right. He's ready to shut it down for the yeah, night. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Why, why not? On the corner, right in front of uh, what did we just? Where did we just eat? The five. Flatbush. We were at the Five Guys. Five Guys. Uh, not poor, bad. Not not great either. Like the the talk about Five Guys as a burger place way exceeds I what so. it really is. I, it's not. It's just an average burger place. It's you know what? In and Out fucking kicks a living shit out. Yeah, of yeah. Place. And I'd love to see a cage match. Yeah. Because but I also feel like this. I feel like Five Guys would kick the shit out of In and Out in a fight. In a but fight. I think the burgers are better. <laughs> At In and Out, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's I don't a like tougher, any place that uses American cheese like that. It's a tough restaurant. It's, you you, you know throw that American cheese on a burger and you can go fuck but, yourself. But here's the thing about it too: it was like fucking grade school American cheese. Yeah, it was like not, it was cafeteria. It yep. was like you know what I mean. It's like fucking leave that for the other podcast. Leave that for yeah. buffets and magic, but don't give it to the fucking the classy dudes that walk in the room. Right. The By the way, we do have our dicks out. Okay. Uh, okay. So I used to live yeah. in. I lived in Park Slope. Yeah. And Which is where the show is tonight, right? Uh, is it in Parcel? Yeah. I don't even know where the Bell House is. Somewhere close near there. 
Okay, so uh, so when I lived there, it was fucking gnarly. Uh, Elliot Smith lived around the corner. I would see oh, him yeah, yeah, and his uh, yeah. heroin walks or whatever yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this. What we would call that is a uh, that's an ESW. What's that? That's an Elliot Smith wobble. <laughs> And that's in, not to be, I, we, the guy used to be around at the Largo scene for a little bit. He was a very nice man. Very nice gentleman. Yeah, he's a uh, good guy. Good guy. But, uh, fuck, he went out horribly. He did, did, yeah. He, I mean, come like, on. a fucking horrible death. His, his girlfriend killed him, right? A lot of people think that. I mean, he had to, because. I, I mean, think, a dude doesn't run into what, a fucking wall with a knife. No, but it's stupid. Also, it was two stab wounds. Like he did, like he missed the first time and then the second time. It was, it, it was, it was though he murdered himself. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a suicide. It was like he was being attacked by him. <laughs> You must die. I don't want to. Stab. Oh. Stop. Please stop killing me. Stab. Death. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize <coughs> to the family of Elliot Smith, who I know probably listens to the podcast. That was a horrible way to, to uh, portray his death. Uh, by the way, I still love, I love the fucking music. Heat Miser, his first band. that I They were great. Heat Miser out of Portland. They were great. Fuck. Do you, do you remember when we went and saw him uh, before he was Elliot Smith? And we were like, who's the dude in the big white belt? They yeah, were yeah, opening yeah. for Everclear yes, at the bottom yeah. of the hill. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great. And, and, uh, and his records are great. Yeah, so, except yeah. the last one. Uh, oh, it's all right. God, they fucking overproduced it. So anyway, um, the problem with it was it was made in Silver Lake. Oh, well, there you go. How do you right. put how do you put the sound of mustaches into music? <laughs> oh my god! I bought a bicycle. There should I was thinking there should be. Do you think this is a good idea for a store in Silver Lake, a mustache grooming store? I wish. Uh, fuck yes. And then. Uh, <laughs> what just happened? Oh, it's time. You're okay. That was nice of your computer, computer to interrupt. It's three well, it gets the show. God. You're allowed to talk over each other. Who has that but old people? Like, who has that on there? If I didn't have that, I wouldn't have, but like that, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have woken up this morning. <laughs> Literally, at one point, I went, it's 10 o'clock. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm seriously scared about how I'm going to get up, because I, I have to leave the airport at 5 a.m. That's ridiculous. It's the only pl- flight that was left, and oh, I, have yeah. to, I, have to, I have to go to work tomorrow. Oh, so, okay, anyway. Sorry. Uh, no, you li- should have a mustache. There should be a mustache shop in Super Lake. Um, Yeah. Grooming and what do we call it? Uh, uh, the Cre- gro- creaming no, your stash. No, you call it the fucking groomsman. <laughs> it's just a bunch of dudes in mustaches. And you have an old. They're, like they're, they're dressed in tuxedos as though they're about to go. No, to no, a, not tuxedos. They're dressed in like like you know in a western when a dude would come into town and he'd go to the barber and the that guy would always have that look of the, the like the white smock. smock kind yeah, yeah, of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. always have the, that should be what they look like. Well, that's what the whole town looks like uh, over there. <laughs> I have went on a bicycle. Did you? I, I I have to say, somebody posted this the other day. Um, but uh, there was a Portlandia sketch where uh, where where uh, Fred uh, and his partner, that girl uh, from the band, uh, they are bicycle valets uh, at a place where oh they. Oh my got, god! And it, first off, it's awesome. But then here's how they close it out: Johnny Marr comes in and they can't find his red bike. <laughs> and Johnny Marr is fucking excellent. And all I'm gonna do is because I know Fred a little bit, I'm gonna call Fred so that I can fuck Johnny Marr and get his guitar, like we talked about earlier. Awkward. So, um, I lived back to Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn before it was mustaches and beards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, what was it before? Was it a, just a? What was it a? Like there a, were families here, and uh, and uh, I mean, in the part that I lived in, parks up families. There was a little kind of a, a gay population there. Yeah. Uh, there was like one street that was really nice, and then it was just families, and mm-hmm. you know, it was just you know normal place. And, and then the street that I lived on was just fucking gnarly. It's where you, I, like, I used to go into the little, like, grocery stores in there. And I'd be like, it smells like dead, it smells like rotting meat. Yeah. All their stores would it'd be like, they just, the meat wouldn't sell. And they'd be like, throw it in the back. 
Like it yeah. just, it just, they had these fucking odors well, and it was where everything was just kind of awful. If you ask the right guy, what he would tell you is I'm growing podcasts. <laughs> so, also, that was where I, I talked about this on an earlier podcast, but where the, the checker at a big grocery store threw her chain, my <laughs> chain at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I live just between uh, Fifth and Atlantic in this row of like, it was like a development of how, like all the houses looked the same. Yeah. Weren't, and so, and, and it was, it was kind of, it was just like this weird block and, and, and there was a strip. So, so the grocery store blocked it. So the street didn't go through. And so there was like this weird little, you made a right turn or a left turn. And, and there used to just be, it would just like, it was like someone was t- bringing dog shit in from other places. <laughs> like, like it was like they would haul in dog shit every day because they, whoever was letting the dog shit, they were just weren't cleaning it up. So there was just like this entire wide sidewalk, just literally covered in dog shit. Yeah. Fucking insane. And so it started to smell, and no one cleaned it up. Who's going to clean it up? It's fucking Brooklyn. It's like, Brooklyn, right? No one's out there cleaning it up. Right, right. The, the street cleaning guys probably go by and go, fuck that. Well, I think a lot of people said, hey, that's not mine. Yeah. That's how people distance themselves from things. That's not mine, right. dude. That's not mine. And B, also, how do you know that that's not somebody's art project here? How do you know that that's not, how do you, how do you know that's not, that's not an installation? Like, that's the other thing that's about Brooklyn. Like, you can't tell what's real and what's ironic. You can't. You can't. You don't know what's like, is that a re- is that guy really bleeding or is that a thing he's doing? He's doing a thing. <laughs> I can't tell. It's Larry Bleeder Johnson. I love him. So, I'm walking this- That's this, LBJ. This, I remember this night specifically. So, I'm walking home and, and I see a lady with her dog and the dog shits- and then she walks away, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're are you?" And she goes, "Everybody does." And I go, "I don't give a shit. It's fucking horrifying, right? It's like a fucking landmine of turds. Like, it's just this." And she's like, "Well, I'm not gonna clean it up." I'm like, "You fucking twat! Like, what the?" I just started fucking yelling at her, and then she just like it's like New York. There's this thing where bah, well, people right? gonna be doing the worst thing, like just you know have their dick out and they're throwing fucking shit at cars, and you go. Hey, dude, knock it off. And they go, fuck you. Like, it's just, this, it's just this weird thing where, like, I was on the subway once, and this girl was just dropped. She didn't like something in her food. Like, she had, like, an Indian meal, and she was dropping it on the subway. And I go, fucking knock it off. And she goes, no. I, I paid to get on here. I'm like, what? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not a reason to yeah, do that. They, they got people to clean this shit up. Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. Don't you worry about it. This is my so, toilet. This is my toilet. So... I, I turn the corner and I go to my house and there's a gate and I open up the gate and I look down and there's a handgun. Of course there is. A fucking pistol. <laughs> of course there is. And I'm like, well, that's a weird thing to be sitting there. And yeah, then I'm yeah, like, yeah. Is that what that must have been kind of like, did that guns in real life are terrifying. Yeah, it's a big, on some level. Like when you just like when you just sort of see them around, especially if you're not a gun person. Like yeah. you just sort of see one, but like to see one on the ground is like what the fuck happened? Because there's a story attached to that. Right? I, know, I know there's a lot of people who probably listen to our podcast that love guns and they're gun enthusiasts I'm not or whatever. I'm, but uh, my personal opinion about them is is you should be scared of them. They're fucking. It's a weird thing to have, in my opinion. <laughs> right. They're a trip. They can kill you better than anything else you got around your house. Like they're really they do, good at they killing do, they you. They do get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> they really have been proven to like if you if you are not a fool you can get it done. Yeah, really get it done. So I see it and I'm like, and I'd never really. I in college I had held a few guns because I had a friend who loved guns and I'd pick it up and be like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, you know, you know the the Tom Sawyer used to have comics over to his house to watch movies. Yeah, and they would hold the Beretta while whatever shoot 'em up movie was on his Beretta. Yeah, it, that's not normal. That, I mean, why didn't they just hold their dicks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> If you're gonna do that, just take your dick out. Just do hey, that. you want to hold my bread? In? No, I'm just gonna hold on to my cock. <laughs> Same <Exactly>. thing. <laughs> but if this goes off, it's messy and weird. But nobody dies. Hopefully. Oh God, they could. <laughs> well, it depends on the era. Uh, <laughs> what so, is a terrible AIDS know. joke? So like, it's an AIDS joke. Oh, it's an AIDS joke. Yeah, it's not a good one joke. though. Not funny. When, when we didn't, you mean back when we had AIDS? Are <laughs> so you talking about it's still around? It's not. It's, but it's yeah, you it's can defend. Tamed. You can defend it. Has you can defend been, against has it. Has it been domesticated? <laughs> oh my god! Please tell me we're not ending this with a domesticated no, AIDS bit. We're not. Thank <laughs> God. That's, we were the worst people ever. Uh, domesticated AIDS is much better than, than wild AIDS. I will tell you that right now. Um, so there are comics running around with with chunks like that, and we're both so embarrassed to be talking right now. It's weird. We're a couple of old men that feel like it's literally like we're blushing from saying something really fucking awful. Yet there are dudes out there right now at three o'clock in the afternoon doing a chunk like that. Yeah, at but a we children's grew up school. in a time when when the fucking waggers were coming down the street and they were saying, "Bring out your dead." You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's true. And we thought you could get AIDS from watching Fame. We were not well informed. <laughs> and, and now you can get it from watching Glee. <laughs> oh my god. So. uh... So I see this pistol and I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do? I kind of just wanted to leave it there, but yeah. then I'm like, well, you can't leave a pistol in your front yard. Yeah. I mean, that's just a weird thing to do. Right. So, and plus there were two kids in the building and that'd be weird if I left a pistol and then one of the kids had shot the other one. That I'd feel... Yeah, of course. Kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, of course. And 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 then there's also a dude who... <laughs> there's a dude who lived downstairs who was a fucking idiot and, I, and here's an example. Uh, I am in my... Oh, we're in the third story, and I'm in I'm in my living room, and I'm like, what, uh, what the? Why does it s- smell like barbecue? Why is it? It's fucking raining out, and it smells like someone's cooking. You mean a barbecue? Like there's a barbecue, barbecue happening? Yeah. And it's the whole room is like filling up with the smoke. So I go downstairs. Dude is in the garage, uh-huh. barbecuing. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I go, what are you doing? And he goes, I want to barbecue. It was raining. <laughs> right. But the smoke is going into our apartments. You gotta put it out, man. I want a barbecue. Dude, I just want a hibachi people. <laughs> okay, so. Also, that... I came down here where the gasoline is and I thought I'd ought to fire up some food. <laughs> so... Is there some oil down here on the ground? I'd like to start a small. How'd those people die? By barbecue. Okay, so those are the kind of people that live there. A couple of kids yeah. and then a guy who... So that guy would pick up the gun and, and, what's this? And shoot himself in the face or something. Right. Or shoot his barbecue. Sure. I have done, done that. Done so bar- I'm like, I got to pick up the gun. Take it inside. So I go upstairs and my roommate's sitting there. I'm like, look what I found. And he's like, what the fuck? And what kind of, what is it? A pistol, a revolver, a It's a pistol, gun? yeah. Cheapy? Is it a cheap one? Like a Saturday Night Special, something like that? It kind of looked like that. Yeah. It, okay. It, yeah, so, so I go, what the fuck do we do? And he goes, I guess call the cops. I mean, right. or is there a 1-800-HANDGUN-FOUND number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I call the police department, and they're like, where was the gun? What's it look like? Blah, blah, blah. And then what do we what the guy went, oh, that's Brian's. <laughs> Can't wait. That's, okay. So they say they're going to send someone over. So I'm waiting for a while. Like 45 minutes later, a squad car pulls up. 
and this older black dude gets out and he uh, comes in and comes up to the apartment, buzz him in, he comes up to the apartment. He's fucking hammered. He's fucking hammered out of his mind. He's like, yeah, it's it, man. It's, uh, hey, boy, did you find my gun? He's a cop. What? <laughs> he's a fucking cop. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Hammered out of his fucking mind. Shows me his badge. He's like, I just want you do, uh, do you want anything you want. You want, uh, I'm buying some beer. Or, you know, you one bottle of. Do you want a bottle? Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. So it's a so it's a police gun. It's a fucking cop's gun. It's a cop's gun, and he was fucked up. He was fucked up, and he. So left. it was Brian's. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! How random is that? Dude lost his gun. Like dude was dude... so drunk that he somehow dropped his gun. Holy fuck! So the guy. So imagine back at the police station, the guy gets a call. Right, he picks it up. Yeah, hello, police department. What's that? Right. He got it. Oh shit. Brian! <laughs> is Brian... The fuck, dude? Again? How many times are you gonna do this? <laughs> Put the fucking beer down. God damn it, they found your gun again. Fuck. Brian, you gotta stop taking your belt off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is the best... Why did you not tell that story at the beginning of the I podcast? stories. We could have a whole nother listenership. That's like one of the best stories you've ever told. We had to fucking take a burger break for you to remember a story that happened here in Brooklyn that was better than any story we've ever told in this stupid show. I don't know. And you we find a gun. No, but you found a gun. Brian shows yeah. up fucked up. He almost sounds like he I wants to ask you why you got to go corndogging when you know you've got friend. I just gave him the gun and I was like, thanks, man. You, we're good. We don't, I don't need anything. And he, he, he ended up coming back and leaving a bottle of... Booze. What did you? What does he leave? Some rye? Some kind of whiskey or something? That's I don't, fucking crazy. So, is but, that a but payoff? The, but, but he must. Is have, that a payoff? I don't know. Oh, I was sure. Shut your I'm mouth? sure they were ter- He was terrified that I would. I would tell somebody because I'm sure, like the guy who got the call. You, you know, it probably happened. You tell you called the cops and they knew who it was. Dude was probably out drinking. Yeah. And then he fucking dropped his. He probably was taking a piss or something. Dropped his gun. And then got home and was like, oh, Dude, fuck. I tried. And no, then he called no. up the sergeant and said, no, no, hey, no. I lost my gun. No, no, no. How else would they know? Because here's the thing, though. You don't, like, you've seen cops and cop belts. Those motherfuckers are strapped in and then snapped on. Like, that shit doesn't fall out of your, it's not like, it's not like me with my keys or anything expensive maybe that I own. Maybe it was his piece that he uses if he's going to kill someone and then drop, yeah, maybe yes. it was his drop piece. Maybe he went to fucking kill Hibachi. <laughs> Right, he was gonna go kill the barbecue dude, and he fucking dropped it and just thought better of it. What if he came up and he was like, "Hey, man, you uh, you found my drop gun? What? <laughs> my drop piece, the one I used to murder? Could you hold that in your hand? What? Boosh! <laughs> oh my god, that is so crazy! What a fucking awesome story! God damn it, Brooklyn living. We're in Brooklyn tonight at the fucking Starfish Circus, which will not be available for your purchase. And I know that'll make you mad because every time we do something, people are like, are you recording it? And of course we're not because that would just help us make money. There are two live We believe puddles. that we both lost our recorders on the same night at the improv. Yeah, we blew it. We fucking... We're, like, it and just, you had a really expensive one. You are like a $300 one. But I had a really horrible set. So it's nothing... Oh, the second one was better. The second one was better, but the one you saw was just pathetic. Um, so, But you had a, you had good sets that night. Like, you blew it. I didn't blow it. You you should have recorded that first set because you're not going to be that good again. I worked again. out a lot of shit Yeah, yeah but you're not going to be that good again. Like, it was that, one of those moments like, oh, there it is, and no one's here to see it. Uh, <laughs> and there it goes. Uh... Yeah, I could have actually got you some fucking sets in Australia. 
Um, yeah, you have to. You know what the problem is too with your thing, by the way. You just need some fucking solid tape. Yeah, I know. You need people to know how good you are because they don't, and there's not enough to show them. Yeah, and I'm sure they're like, we'll make the album soon. Yeah, because it's, but it's like going on people's recommendations, yeah. and they're like, but I, what can I see some tape? Because now you almost can't see. There's a guy on our show tonight that has better tape than you do. He, he does. Po- he posted it in the Hot Dog Thunderdome. Yeah, he's he going to be on the show tonight. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, uh, so two live cuddles available at the store. T-shirts still available at the store. Hot Dog Thunderdome T-shirts probably on their way. Um, We've got a show in Seattle on uh, April the second, May, May the second, May the second at and, Chop Suey, right? And the then chopsticks. I heard it called yeah. both things. On with, Tuesday, du- with Dwayne Goad, and do we have our other gentleman and on? Sing it? our tweets. Oh, and Casey Anderson, and Casey Anderson, fucking Casey on. Anderson. <clears throat> and then, um, uh, and then we also have the the hundredth episode live cuddle the twentieth of April. Uh, Jonah Hill not gonna be on the show because Dave told him the wrong day. Jonah Hill was never gonna furious. be on. He was furious. Jonah Hill was never gonna be and on the show because he's a movie star. We actually never invited Jonah Hill. Well, who oh, did invite was Jonah, Jonah Ray? Did invite Jonah Ray? So you are correct in that Jonah Hill is not gonna be on it. Neither is right. Brad Pitt. Not, right. <laughs> Neither is Clooney. But the difference is at Neither least Seth one, at least one of those guys wants to be on the show. And it's not Jonah, Jonah Ray. Ray is very mad at me because I told him the wrong date. Yeah. And he set aside time, and I totally fucked him. And he so knows you guys love him, and and uh, but keep loving him. So Karen Kilgariff stepped up, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. So Karen's so now gonna be it's there. Kilgariff, Oswald, Posehn, uh, and uh, Gil Martin. And Gil it's Martin. It's gonna be fucking. It's mm-hmm. what's that's called? It's called Straight Up 1993. That's We're all gonna hundo. be there. It's a good fucking show. Yeah. that's a good show. Unfortunately, uh, Dave and I are also gonna be on it. Yeah, sorry. And that'll be in. Uh, we'll be on the Australia. Sale, the, the, the sale will. The sale of those tickets will go be Tuesday this week, this coming week. So the day after this podcast is up, and then say like two. Uh, we and then we're going to be in Australia. It's Tuesday at nine or something because I don't yeah. know how fast they'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, they will go pretty fast because uh, uh, we had to kill Gareth. Um, and then uh, we're going to be in Australia. We are going. Dave's going. I'm going. And we'll post more about that later. April second, and then we'll do a midnight show on April fourth. With Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson. Yep. Glitter done. Glitter done!